Summer is the time when one sheds one's tensions with one's clothes. And the right kind of day is jeweled balm for the battered spirit. A few of those days and you can become drunk with the belief that all's right with the world. From Ada Louise Huxtable. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for <coughs> the last quarter of the buck moon. Here are some natural and unnatural events for this quarter moon. Some conservative critics of the environmental movement vehemently charge them with trying to start a new religion. Many Greens equally vigorously deny the charge. But why fight it? New spiritual visions are an ancient, honorable human tradition. The Jewish prophets formed a new monotheistic religion built on the old tribal polytheisms of their region. The Muslims did the same. So did the Buddhists, building theirs on the foundation of Hinduism. The new green religion has its prophets, like Emerson and Thoreau, Rachel Carson, and Aldo Leopold. It has its saints, like John Muir and Butterfly Hill. It has its icons, like the whale, the dolphin, and the wolf. It has its pope, Al Gore. It has its fundamentalists, like Greenpeace, Earth First, and PETA. It has its vision of the apocalypse with the world ending in fire. And let's face it, the environmental movement has its heretics and apostates, like George W. Bush, Donald Trump, and I fear myself. It's time for a penitent confession. To feel green, I mow part of our big lawn in Blue Hill with an old-fashioned rotary push mower and let much of the grass grow long. I smugly walk all over town. And then I get into my pickup and drive two and a half hours to our camp to commune with nature by mowing down an acre or more with a smoky gas-guzzling old power mower while toads, moles, and grasshoppers flee in all directions or are flayed to mush by the roaring monster. I carefully carry spiders and even hornets out of the house and then set mouse traps and ant bait when the little critters get too numerous. I eat organic free-range chicken and brown rice and then turn around and have cheese puffs and a soda for a snack. Mea culpa, mea culpa. I am drowning polar bear cubs and flooding Bangladesh. I am plagued by green guilt by day and by night. And I'm not the only one. Good greens drive their quiet, cute hybrids around town with little thought of how they will dispose of those massive batteries loaded with poisonous heavy metals when the time comes. Polluting industries purchase carbon shares like medieval sinners buying indulgences. Even Pope Gore's Nashville Palace burns more kilowatt hours in a day than an entire Afghan village burns in a year. Alas, we have got a long way to go yet. And here's a rank opinion. 
Setting aside for a moment green guilt and environmental error, we have also come a very long way. We are right now living through what may be the greatest popular revelation our species has ever experienced. A mere 50 years ago, educated, knowledgeable people had no sense of the intricately interconnected web of life, no awareness of being part of a whole living biosphere. But that has changed. And today, Earth flags are flying from Beijing to Baltimore, and wolf t-shirts are worn by children from Texas to Tibet. And we can see them all in our own living rooms. Call it God or Mother Earth, call it the Creator or the Great Spirit. A mighty change is underway, and it's moving very fast. It is an exceedingly exciting time to be alive. We are not there yet, and some of us may not see it, but we're on the way to living once again in an enchanted and enchanting world, and at long last, feeling at home in nature. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First from Lyndon B. Johnson. If future generations are to remember us with gratitude rather than contempt, we must leave them more than the miracles of technology. We must leave them a glimpse of the world as it was in the beginning, and not just after we got done with it. And from Wendell Berry, the only possible guarantee of the future is responsible behavior in the present. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.